0: The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the
1: Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro... More storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for
2: My rope flame coming with laughs and coming with jams on Love Lounge, baby. You better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics, shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy towns on speaking to the grownest sexy. Hey. We gon' laugh, cut up and kick it. And at the end, we leave it with just to lift your spirit. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it. Hey. can't no bitch do what hey. you do. Hey. Can't no
3: Welcome to Laugh and Learn Laugh and Learn with Flame and Lauren and Nick and y'all and Kendall and yeah. <laughs> I know it's a very different look for y'all today. Ain't no makeup today. It's Memorial Day.
4: <laughs> Flame is looking a little uh, love loungy for feeling, Laugh and Learn today. I,
3: in about 40 minutes, I'll be feeling very love loungy because <laughs> I've already finished cooking. Yes, indeed. And happy Memorial Day to all the veterans out there who have served this country, especially the ones that have been unknown, mm-hmm. that we never knew about. And I'm not even talking about just in our lifetime. I'm talking about like even back when the Civil War started, because they put a lot of black men a lot of, on the forefront to take them bullets and take the, yeah, a lot of us that unnecessarily, because they scary asses. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? You did. They scary asses. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, welcome to Laugh and Learn. I am your host Flame Monroe, along with my co-host Lauren Hogan right here, Hello. and Nick Smith is on here somewhere. Nick Smith is on here, and if y'all are saying Flame, why you not dressed up? Yeah, not today. It's, it's Memorial Day. Memorial Day. <laughs> That's why. And my daddy was a vet. He was in the Navy. He's also passed on. So, yeah, um, in, in in commemoration of all the veterans that we have lost, no wig, no makeup, this is it.
4: I wish you would have given me that memo. I would have come up here looking a little different that's, today. That's,
3: first of all, that's your hair, and you ain't got <laughs> lipstick a little powder, so knock it off. Hi, Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Good afternoon. Uh, tilting us up a bit. So Happy Memorial Day, it. Nick. You are a vet.
4: Yes indeed.
5: I'm a vet and, and today is the day that we, you know, honor those who paid the ultimate sacrifice and, you know, gave their lives and services as country. Um so it's been it's been somber. You know you know the deal. So yeah. Yeah, but,
3: but let me so let me tell you where we're going today because the world is somber. This has been such a horrific week in the united states i don't even want to do politics i don't even want to talk about all the bad stuff going on we will Lauren will bring up one or but this is a hodgepodge (laughs) show we're gonna bring on some flame mess and we talking shit today i'm telling y'all right now let's make memorial day like the family cookout because i can't i just can't even take it anymore your negative comments all the hate everybody's enraged people on the planes fighting everybody we like on a powder cake waiting to explode so let's laugh and learn let us let us do what our name says to today let's teach each other something fun or funny a memorable story and let's just laugh because ooh, child I'm so frustrated I couldn't even put no makeup on Ooh. <laughs> that's the it's excuse that's I'm a, using anyway it, it's, it's, been
5: a, it's been a crazy week for me I literally called Lauren about an hour ago I'm like Lauren where are you she's like uh, where are you what you mean where am I and I'm like Lauren I'm sorry I'm just I'm not doing well this week and I, I told you that you know yeah. and she's like it's okay Nick we all have those weeks and yeah. it's just been yes, yeah, just yeah. Been an odd he week text, he texted at
3: 1221 I'm here waiting I say, what you waiting on We're player I'm fucking <laughs> getting ready to 1240
5: <laughs> 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 that's all but yeah, I um, I, I will say this—a uh, little fun thing because earlier this week, <clears throat> I'm gonna say Friday—I heard someone very funny on the Karen Hunter show. Who? Since we didn't um, get a chance to hear it,
3: who? <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think
3: of me being a fan. Who?
5: Great. <laughs> Great job, Flame. Flame, do you have any more information about when we might be able to hear that whole episode for those who missed it?
3: Uh, Karen Hunter is on her show on Sirius Radio Channel 126, and I'm doing Foolish Fridays with her again on this Friday. So it might be, well, I don't know if I'm proving myself or if I'm I'm in auditioning stage, but they seem to love me because, you know, we're trying to get laughing. There is an ulterior motive. I'm trying to get Love Lounge picked up on Sirius Radio. Mm -hmm. understand there is an ulterior motive because there's always a method to my madness. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, Lauren?
4: Yes, indeed, absolutely. Lauren? Well, you did a great today. job. Thank
3: you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Y'all have to listen to Karen Hunter on Fridays on um, Series Radio, Foolish Friday. We have a great time. We cover a bunch of subjects. I do my Ask He She We because y'all mm-hmm. know I'm the love guru. Uh, I've been since I've been the husband and the wife. Sometimes in the same night, depending on who turn it was, how much money was involved, <laughs> and what day of the week. I never bottomed on Tuesday because Tuesday was Taco and Burrito night, and you don't want to bottom after the Taco Burrito. Let me just say. Anyway. <laughs> And that is great. And then my show with Tasha K, who will be our very in, who will be our in studio studio special guest on the fourteenth of this month, came out on Friday, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's doing pretty good. Tasha K has Tasha K surprised everybody with this interview because everybody's so used to her being messy and going throwing dirt and slinging. She showed y'all that there's another side. That's growth. I'm telling y'all right now, nobody stays the same because you if you stay the same, you stay in the same place. You gotta do something different in order to grow. Mhm. What is that a uh, quote I have got it on my one of my Instagram pages from Coco Chanel. She says in order to be different you must be or in order to be yeah, you must be daring or something. What I got it wrong, but y'all know just google this shit. I don't know. <laughs>
4: um well i know we're gonna have a show filled with laughter because you want to keep it light but we do have to discuss one heavy topic mm-hmm. to start um it has been 100 years since the uh tulsa massacre or race massacre i should say in um greenwood so we just want to talk about that briefly we're going to acknowledge some things around it and then we can get to the laughter but we'd be remiss if we didn't start the show off by acknowledging this so
3: Well, before you start giving us the tangibles, Nicholas, I want Lauren's raw emotion on this, because when Lauren was telling me about this on her drive here this morning, Lauren was charged up about it. You were. You were. Well, you were you were ready to hit slap somebody.
4: I was. I watched. um, There was a documentary actually on the History Channel that premiered yesterday and I watched it and I was just really angry. You know, and um, it was a two hour documentary. It was really heavy. And I think what probably made it even worse is that they tied in a lot of what was happening around Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and just um, a lot of different just police involved shooting, you know, and it just it was very upsetting. So what I was saying to Flame was that I know that there's been so many talks about reparations and things like that, and the the government is kind of taking the stance of, well, we don't really know how to provide reparations for slavery because we can't really, you know, track who's descendant of who and those sort of things. But in the situation of Tulsa, there, you guys can very easily track who deserves reparations in this instance. Um And there's just never been justice been brought for those um, family members that lost their lives 100 years ago.
3: Tell them what triggered what triggered the whole incident. Because that was so interesting when you told them because I never knew that.
4: Oh, okay. So what triggered the incident based on what I was watching last night? um, There was a man by the name of Jake Rowland. He worked at um, this all white shoeshine parlor. The white owner of the parlor had about four black employees. However, when it was time for them to go use the restroom, they were never allowed to use the facilities that were in this shoe shine parlor. So what he did was he, you know, set up this negotiation where his um, black employees could go to the Drexel Hotel, which was right in the middle of Greenwood, um, and they could go there to use the facilities because that's where the colored toilet was. So um, Jake Rowland went to the Drexel Hotel. Um, the elevator operator was a white woman, and um, Jake got into the elevator and the story goes that, you know, the elevator jerked or something happened when she moved elevator and he ended up like stepping on her foot or bumping into her accidentally. And, of course, she's screaming and, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So, you know, Jake being fearful, he ran out of the Drexel Hotel and that's literally what started this whole <laughs> um it was the catalyst, we'll say that, to this whole massacre. You know, they arrested him. He was brought downtown to the jail. And so, of course, throughout the couple of hours after he was arraigned, this white mob of almost 700 people assembled because they were telling the police officers we need to go and lynch him. You know, he assaulted a white woman. Um, there was a lot of dog whistle terms being used. You know, they were saying, you know, assault was a, a dog whistle term for, you know, another black man raping a white woman. Um So throughout the course of the evening, all of these white men assembled to basically to have Jake lynched. But at the same time, you know, in Greenwood, there was, I don't want to get anybody's name wrong, but it was uh, J.B. Stratford and A.J. Smitherman. They were kind of like the leaders of the town and O.W. Gurley, who was actually the architect behind Greenwood. They all basically assembled and said, we need to go protect him. So. Lots of, you know, war veterans in the black community came down to protect Jake. And that started this whole, how dare you come down here? And that's literally how the massacre started. So
3: it shows you that Karen ain't just started, huh? Karen been going on for hundreds of years. Karen ain't just started. And secondly... Uh, th- why do they love to holler that black men are wa- raping white women? You ain't, baby. Do you understand? You ain't got to rape a white woman now. All you got to do is play professional, be a professional athlete. You ain't got to rape shit. They gonna give it to you. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying all right, white women. So for y'all, get on your bandwagon and get to hollering, screaming, crying. Oh flame said? Flame said what flame said. I said you ain't, ain't nobody running around trying to rape nobody white woman because you white. That is a that is such a myth but they have used that to be a power play for such a long time which is why black women get offended when they say when they see these black men marrying these white women because they feel like all of that is just pushing back the narrative when they're saying oh your trophy is a white woman my trophy would be a smart woman I need a backbone I need somebody who's going to hold me up cuz I'll work I just need a woman that's going to clean and you know make sure I wash my ass like at least twice a week yeah, because you're not on bathe that <laughs> I, I only bathe on show day, real tall. <laughs> did you bathe today? I did not. <laughs> 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 um,
4: but yeah, that's kind of the background of it.
2: Uh, it's and, just and really Lauren, upsetting, even
5: with that. Even with that, I don't know about you, but I will freely admit I was not familiar. Uh, with Black Wall Street and any of that until I went to college. I never heard that in grade school, high school, in life. It was not until I was at the University of California, Berkeley, with a woman named June Jordan who taught women's studies. um, And she was this countercultural lesbian who talked about everything you weren't supposed to talk about. Um, And she uh, introduced, well, there was no Black Wall Street. What are you talking about? Black Wall Street? broken had never heard of it and i think this is also part of the you've you've mentioned before in the past the whitewashing yeah. of our history
4: mm-hmm. and that not getting it correct and I was telling Flame, too, there's just so many instances of this that we can talk about, of just things being covered up. You know, we've talked about Seneca Village, which is now the beautiful mm-hmm. Central Park, and um, even Lake Lanier, which is like a mm-hmm. biggest tourist attraction in Georgia. You know, that was actually a black town called Oscarville that was bulldozed by, you know, white folks and then flooded into this beautiful tourist attraction that generates millions of dollars a year. So there's the so Inkwell many instances. And in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, you know, the Inkwell.
5: Yeah. Uh, there's they, uh, so much that has been... And until we have a true reckoning, and, and this is where I go back to, um, you know, it begins with an apology. It begins with an apology. We still, as a country, have not acknowledged our history. We have to recognize that we live in a country. Just admit it. We live in a country that was built on the backs of slaves. That's all. And it was stolen from other brown people. We stole the land and then, you know, we stole this. Now, I don't really want to build it up myself now. Come on. What are we going to do, y'all? We need to get some labor over here. So that's exactly what happened. And, and all we have to do is just talk about it. We have had more years in this country. There have been more years of this country in existence with slavery being a part of it than without. So to act like it's not real and not something that we need to discuss, uh, so that we can at least begin the process of healing and recognizing where we go, is 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 just ridiculous. Everything else is performative.
3: Yeah, yeah. I knew about that, Lake Lanier, because it just, I knew I heard the stories about it that you know supposed to be kind of haunting. Very poltergeist. Y'all put these stuff up, all these dead bodies. Um, this house is clean. Y'all need the little bitch. What was her name from the movie? So she can come and get the house clean. Get the ho- What was her name? I know what I'm saying. What was her name? This house is Caroline. Caroline <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I told y'all I'm in a mood today. Y'all go roll with it today. It's fine. It's totally fine. But, but that is very... But and, and all collectively, all the black tragedies that we have had Don't even if we if you put them all together according to this country, they still don't even measure up to the Holocaust. And this will be all of us from Rosewood to Lake Lanier to uh, the village to Mm -hmm. uh, um, to Tulsa, Oklahoma. (laughs) According to them, all of ours combined won't even line up to just to to the Holocaust. This is what we're saying. So when we say that we don't care about what's happening with other cultures, that's not what it is. But we're too concerned about what's happening with us. I ain't got time to worry about what's happening over here, over there. Help us fix our shit. Then we'll help you. Because as you can see, once they're done with us, y'all just next up on the the side block. Because what they want is what they want. And they're not going to stop until they get it. They're doing it in our face. The GOP is doing it in our face and then telling me what I didn't see with my glasses on or off, I can see the bullshit that y'all pulling, that y'all yeah. telling me well, I didn't see.
5: Flame, you didn't. That was just a normal tourist day on January 6th. Jeez. What are you talking about? It's like mm-hmm. any other tour of the Capitol. Oh, you my know. God. And, and I cannot actresses... believe that he even fixed his mouth to actually say that out loud publicly to us like we stupid. Mm-hmm. Flame, that's not... The the problem is the others who sat there and they, they, signed, they co-signed on this. The fact that there were not 10 who believed we at least need to have a commission to take a look at what happened. Ten, people don't, ten, ten Republicans don't believe that. Not ten Republicans believe that it's necessary to examine what happened on January 6th, completely free of bias and completely free of political, uh, of political bias, right? Um, just like we did with, uh, on September 11th. We had to take a look to see exactly what went wrong. There were failures all the way around. How do we prevent this from happening again? We cannot sit here and say that we know for a fact we will not have another siege on the Capitol the way we did on January 6th. There's nothing that tells me that that could not happen again.
4: Well, I think that's too that speaks to when we talk about history because I think there's a lot of parallels that we can kind of draw in the situation from Tulsa to what's happening around this whole January 6th commission. In the instance of Tulsa, you know, they had a lot of white newspapers that were putting out these narratives saying that, you know, oh, the black people were at fault because they came downtown and they started this and, you know, it's we don't need to take any responsibility for this kind of thing. So, and I think in this instance of the January 6th um riot that happened it's another of well we don't really need to take any fall behind this we don't need to investigate this further let's just kind of move on you know what i mean and when we don't address the traumas that are occurring in the country history just continues to repeat itself and that's what we're seeing again in this instance so um i don't know i know we want to keep it light and everything but um overall that actress
5: was zelda rubenstein playing Um, (laughs) zelda rubenstein i just looked her up there for you
4: um but overall um i really just think that um i hope i really want to encourage everybody to go and watch this documentary about tulsa and really just get some rich history about what happened 100 years ago and also too let's just talk about they also made a comment about jb stratsford had the biggest hotel in basically the nation at that time and how you know, we talk about how, you know, black folks don't have things like generational wealth, and we're not giving back to our own communities, but, you know, Black Wall Street was the biggest example of this, and they were saying how mm-hmm. J.B. Stratford could have been the next Marriott, or, you know, the next Hyatt, or whatever you want to call it, so... um Overall, there's just there's a lot of wrong that have, that's been done to our community, and we need some type of reparations that for was it.
3: a That was a show that came on last year. Uh, we talked about it on here. I can't think of it was real abstract, but they were they t- they brought shed light to the whole Tulsa thing. They had the two little twins. Remember the movie it came out it was real crazy with uh, Angelou Ellis and Zernay mm-hmm. uh, Smollett. Uh, whatever it was, they oh. they revisited a lot of the black history yeah. that we didn't get taught in school because they never yeah. taught us in school. About the uh, the Tulsa riots. I was never taught that in school either. Was so I when mean. I started hearing about that, I'm like, where did that happen? I never remember reading or hearing about that when I was in school. But when Ms. they talked Jess, about that. Miss not
5: Watchman, uh, Miss Justice asking, it was the Watchman, not Watchman, no, it was no, the no. other one. Like something. Lovecraft, um, that's it. It was yeah, Lovecraft craft, country. country. So Lovecraft anyway, country.
3: when they did that, when they had the riots, because they, re- they relived that, they replayed that, acted it out. One guy was like, oh, they got a piano. I don't even have a fucking piano. The jealousy of you worried about what somebody else has has, mm-hmm. uh, even though that was, it was racist. But that's why I tell people all the time, baby, focus on you. If I'm if I'm focused on me, I can't worry about it. this person got more than me or if this person has less than me. I'm focused on me. If everybody right. focused on themselves, but that was not even that. That just that was the first time I really started hearing because I had heard it before, but I didn't believe it because it wasn't in the history books that we were taught in school. So I was like, child, I ain't never heard of that shit. Y'all made that up.
4: They have since implemented um, this curriculum, though, about Tulsa into the Oklahoma School District. So I will say that they're trying to right some wrongs you know it's not it's not a better and late than never situation but they are you know trying to implement what actually happened in that town yeah. it's a part of their curriculum. And Lauren, so.
5: can we also shout out that's why I think it's interesting that Howard University is having this conversation too right uh, Howard is saying you know we need to re-examine who decides that this is the history we need to teach and these are the classics right. and uh, let's, let's re-examine that guess what there were black voices there were voices that were women there were women there were women who were counterculture who are strong voices why are we not examining these i can make a strong argument that i genuinely believe nikki giovanni should be included in any of the greats when we're talking about commentary on the uh political diaspora or where Mm -hmm. we are as a community and as a culture but i don't know that everyone knows nikki the way i think they should zora neely hurston there are so many black female writers who i feel like were able to maybe move and talk about things in different areas uh that others just weren't giving voice to right absolutely Um, so yeah, so anyway, yeah, I definitely agree. Mm, so definitely for those agree. of
3: you all who are unfamiliar with Nikki Giovanni, not only is she a great poet, but she don't man-speak of her man. Oh, she's Flame Monroe before even Flame Monroe was born. That lady plays no <laughs> games with you. A, and B, she was the first woman to blow the whistle on Bill Cosby, and he destroyed her career. Payback is the bill. Bill, you are now 207-3461. Oh, that would be his Flame, Well, another
4: let's, one let's, that ah. we can talk about, too. But another one we can bring to light, too, is Miss Ida B. Wells. She was the first one that actually Ooh. brought lynching to light and what was actually yeah. happening. She was one of the pioneers on let that front you, of being an author. Let me tell about
3: author. that Ida B. Wells, though. Not the lady. But, you know, we lived in the projects in Chicago. It was called Ida B. Wells. <laughs> How about so many of us lived in the projects and didn't even know who Ida B. Wells was?
4: Which is such a problem. It
3: really was. They problem. never even taught that in the schools that we just knew that we lived in Wells projects. They didn't call it Ida we, I, I live in the Ida B's or either I live in the Wells, but a lot of people never knew who Ida B. Wells was growing up, living in the project's name after Ivy
5: Whale. Well. Yeah. Can we go even a little further than that? That you used to, uh, one would pretend that they were from, like, I can remember going to clubs early on that say, I'm from Altgale Gardens, because it sounded tough, right? Mm-hmm. And then if somebody asked you too much, well, what part? Uh, <laughs> you're trying to dance your way out of it. Because somewhere in there, they had also convinced us that uh, there was a sense of uh, bravado that came from, you know, coming from one of the projects. As you know, So I think this is also part of the whole whitewashing there did i have a, a project prov- prov- provider when you first met me well you didn't necessarily seem soft let's oh. just say that you know so.
3: <laughs> security i've being attacked by the co-host help me jesus flame ass y'all gonna let me y'all so that's how y'all gonna do me y'all just gonna let nick throw me up under the bus i don't even fit up under a bus i'm too goddamn fat you ever seen that that new thing where they trying to roll the weights over the men's asses Baby, I tell you, I tried to roll. the we, we was going to do that at home. The weight stopped at the thigh. It ain't even made it to my ass. <laughs> Fat ass. <laughs>
4: um, I'm going to go ahead and bring in some mats I know that they kind of want to touch on this topic. So um, let's see. This is somebody new. Let's see.
3: Elaine somebody had not knew. had her, had
4: him, had them. Let's had- see if we can get a couple new folks in today to talk about this topic in particular That's and then we're going to make um, it funny we're oh, gonna there have... was
3: somebody on here from Tulsa and they said that they were not even taught that in school I yeah saw I saw that it, too but they're like they're was. trying
4: to revamp the curriculum now I saw um that as a part of the the special that
3: was um, but, but you know what they're doing they might be teaching that over there but they're removing black history from a lot of schools my kids have never learned black history in the schools here that we go oh through. I
4: didn't either black history was just you celebrated Martin Luther King that was black history wow that was it, when growing up in school and that's why I'm so grateful that I went to an historically black college just because I was able to learn so much um, new information that I just wasn't aware of
0: The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here and no one's future is safe After surviving a hit on her life Monet played brilliantly by Mary J Blige has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like Father, like Son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app.
1: Listen up, I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you, let me share some info about the 1 million black businesses initiative. The 1 million black businesses initiative is an award winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030 So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com b-e-n, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com b-e-n.
8: Hey, y'all. How y'all? Good. How are you? I am good. I never learned about Tulsa up here in the Pacific Northwest. I remember telling you guys prior on a um live that I really didn't know anything about even HBCUs until my daughter got accepted. So we're really sheltered up here as far as our history, unless you go out searching for it. So, and I have a family member who lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They're, they're my white family, but they... Um, didn't want to admit that either. Why they got to be white? Well, I am
4: just telling.
9: Okay. <laughs> She's speaking about her
4: heritage. It's okay. I'm messing with you, Cassie.
3: <laughs> Why they got to be white?
4: They
8: didn't want to, you know, we're not racist. We're not this. We're not that. It happened in your backyard. And they only started learning about it last year when George Floyd was murdered. And they lived mm-hmm. it down there. So, I mean, it's a crazy and terrible topic. And hi
4: everybody. Hi. Well, I think the other thing too that we can know, Cassie, is that one, the what happened in Tulsa was not discussed for 75 years.
9: Hi, Corey. Corey. Thank you so
4: much for joining.
9: No problem.
6: I finally caught y'all.
9: Hey Flame. (laughs) (laughs) I finally caught you guys. Um, because I'm always busy. I have a son with autism. Flame and I have talked about that um online before, but I um when uh, uh, senior year, a, f- a couple of us got together and we protested the year before to get Black History put in our school's curriculum. So I, because I'm a, on- I'm kind of like an only child. My sister and I are like 18 years apart. I did a lot of reading on my own. So I taught my son. It wasn't taught in school. I didn't. I heard about Tulsa through the game. Because he had a Black Wall Street tattoo. Mm. And at first I was like, I don't think he really know what he's talking about. Do he really know what he's talking about? So I I left it alone. And then um, Watchmen came first. And I was like, the game was talking about Black Wall Street. So maybe he did know what he was talking about. And then Lovecraft Country came. And then it really tore into it. And I kept searching for stuff and searching for stuff and I couldn't find it. Um... But it's, we do our children a disservice if we don't go out and teach our own children because they're not going to teach it in school because they're trying to whitewash everything. I'm also Indigenous, so hmm. the government-sanctioned genocide that has happened, that is still going on within uh, the Indigenous community as well as the Black And brown community is still happening and it's still doing it. I think that we really, really, really need to talk about these things. We have to because if we don't, it's just going to keep happening and happening and happening. And I'm, I'm tired. I have PTSD. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing another black man gunned down, dragged all over. My son, like I said, has autism. and He doesn't know how to deal with all of this. He hasn't had bad interactions with the police, but he's starting to hate all of them. My grandfather was a police officer, so it's it's. I don't want him to hate all cops, because all cops aren't bad, but it's not enough good ones, as you said the other day, Flame.
3: Yeah. Thank, well, thank you for sharing that story and letting us know that. Uh, what you said about being indigenous because Lauren you, you bring have a story about they just found like 200 something dead in bodies. Canada
4: yeah so oh, there wow. was a yes. story that came out about um, these like schools that were created for these young um, indigenous children where they were basically sent to this boarding school is what they were trying to call it but the purpose yes. behind it was to strip them of their heritage and their culture and kind of reassimilate them into society with more of a, a white perspective and not with what their cultural heritage was yeah so they just found 200 hundred and fifteen kids that were basically Jesus. murdered in Canada. Ooh. And Canada is trying to kind of cover up what happened around these different schools. And the, the coup de grace is that the last school closed in 1996. So this is very recent. It's not something that's like happened years ago. This is recent tragedy that's happening in the indigenous community, you know, and even taking it back to Tulsa, they talked about the Trail of Tears and how all of these, you know, indigenous folks were, you know, forcibly moved out of their homes and out of their communities. So, you know, as black folks, we talk about, you know, we need reparations, but indigenous folks have been brutally traumatized for so long in this country
9: my family didn't do the trail of tears and i can't be federally recognized and i hmm. am part of the last generation of um you would say have enough percentage of indigenous blood according to what white people say go ahead
4: cassie
8: no, I just wanted to say you were going to say some earlier about that. we only been talking about Tulsa for about 75 years, but I wanted to go back to what Nick said. I agree. We need an apology, acknowledge, and then let's move okay. forward. I mean, I am so happy that we're, we're we're searching and we're looking for the information. And yeah, they're trying to whitewash everything and they're trying to erase history. But if we don't learn about our history and really understand it, We're going to repeat it. We don't want to repeat it. So we have to continue to educate ourselves. So let
3: me tell you how this country works. If we get an apology and acknowledgement, nobody will get no money. money. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to (laughs)
4: know. So I don't want the apology. I want want the acknowledgement.
3: And then I want the reparation. Yeah. Because you're not going to get the apology and the acknowledgement. If you do get both of them, you won't get any money. That is this country.
4: Well, and I think that's that's part of it too, though, is that they're the mayor in Tulsa is saying, "Oh, we need to do an investigation to see if all of these, you know, mass graves were." actually a thing so they did this excavation in oak lawn cemetery they found all these bodies but now the mayor's like well we need to examine these bodies to see if there was actual trauma to them to verify this story so there's like it's like you're constantly moving you know the goal line if we want to call it in that sense that so you first you said you had to find the bodies well now you have to decide if the bodies have received trauma i
3: say ask his goddamn granddad ask your granddaddy you ain't got to dig up ask your granddaddy Mm -hmm. how many bodies he responsible for that's yeah. all you got to do.
8: Yeah. Shit. It's frustrating. It's not that hard to find out who came from enslaved people. People. Whose ancestors were enslaved. The slave, um, with the grid, I forget what it's called. You can find it. If you, the you African can diaspora, it. is what you're trying to say, Cassie? If, you know, the list that they used to keep, Not. Be, it was before the census, before we had names. It, okay. was, just male, roll. it was just Negro girl, five. You know, each one of us carry a last name that comes from people who owned enslaved Africans. And so, not each one of us, I'm talking about, but it's not that hard to find out who whose ancestors were enslaved. They just don't want to do the work, and they don't want to give us no money.
3: Do me a favor, right. Cassie, track man down, because I just want to know, I know I was a difficult bitch when I was a slave. I know <laughs> I talk shit. I got my ass whooped, <laughs> but I was stealing cornbread all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> Not the cornbread Oh, flame. I was still in cornbread because <laughs> I wasn't going to be hungry. First of all, you going to put me in a hot-ass field all day. No alcohol. I can't sit down. Do you want, uh, 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 I got to go. Uh, what if I got to go pee? I got to ask if I got to go pee. See, that's why black people ain't on time now because we couldn't wear watches because we had no sense of time. Mm-hmm. When they that's told great. us to start, we started. When they told us to stop, we stopped. See, ain't nobody told me to stop. So that's why I don't know what time it is. That when they said, yeah. i be here at 9 o'clock, i would be like, when? What time is that? See, because ain't nobody <laughs> told me <laughs> I think that's a valid.
6: I really believe yeah. you when you
9: say
3: that
8: because we, a lot of black folks, I tell, I, I'm a very timely person. And I got I got it, I guess I got to attribute that to my mama. But I believe you when you say that. I really do. When you say mm-hmm. CP pizza, I believe that. <laughs> but I'm going to track it's, that down
6: for
9: yeah. you. But yeah. It's so much generational trauma that we have. Yeah, And I get it from both sides because I do, I have that the colonization trauma and then i have the slavery trauma and then my poor granddad he was in between because he half white so <laughs> it's uh, just yeah. like Generation. it's just like it's 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 crazy my son gets upset when i try to make him watch things mm. i can't i can't i don't like it i don't I, like I it have,
3: i have that issue mm-hmm. i was explaining to isaiah i was explaining to my 14 year old just the other day we were talking about we were watching something and so we were talking about slavery and everything, and I was telling her how wretched you know things were. And I was and I explained to my children that we the Underground Railroad would not have worked without good white people helping us. Because we couldn't, we could not be seen on a horse. We could not carry a weapon. You couldn't even look a white person in the eye to eye without being beat or hurt or maimed. So I was explaining to her about the molestation of underage. We were watching Harriet. And mm-hmm. so I was telling her the story because I read so many. I can't wretched- get him to watch that. I, 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 she, she was watching with me, but, but it doesn't tell the darker side. You know, it was it was telling the determination of Harry. But I was telling her if they would have gotten caught, they were cutting the man's penises off, and they were doing wretched things. So I was telling her that when they wanted slaves to procreate sometimes, and they were not further, they would I read stories where they would put bags over the people here so say Cassie is a 30 year old woman she has an 18 year old son they will put them in a room together with other people with bags on their head and make people have sex with each other so you could actually be having sex with your mother or father or brother or sister to procreate the stories about slavery if you really dig deep will make you your heart just bleed like wrench so you know what we don't know is what we hear because none of us were there so when you yeah. hear those stories, you be like, it sounds unimaginable, but what kind of people are this cruel to do such inhumane things to another human being? And be okay. They in the GOP right now. And then say it never happened.
9: Bingo. Hmm.
8: Mm-hmm. It happens. I don't know about you, but I have dreams. My ancestors visit me in my dreams. Stuff happens. my
9: whole
3: man don't visit them. me because they be asking me for money and shit. I leave me alone. I ain't gonna money. <laughs>
0: The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything, and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides. Loyal to whichever one benefits him most, and then of course there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle, with his future in the game in serious doubt and his family safety on the line. Will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top, like father, like son? Power Book Two: Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app.
7: Diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash and loss of appetite.
6: High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com
8: hi, hi hannah, hannah how are oh. you
4: hey Flame.
3: Hi, hi everybody <laughs> i saw you the other day and i was looking just like this <laughs>
4: <laughs> so share us uh share with us some of your thoughts on what we've been discussing so far
6: well as a descendant of the um the riots that happened in forsyth county or Cummins, georgia oh. um it i had a flashback of what flame would say oh y'all ain't Really, y'all related to so and so? I got that a lot, especially when I was in the ninth grade and Oprah Winfrey came down uh, with her show. And I was like, yeah, I'm a descendant of these individuals. Um, With that incident, it caused a lot of infighting within our family about the families, uh, about the land that we resettled on in Beaufort. That's in Gwinnett next door. So most of the people with the riots, those riots, happened everywhere in the United States. That had a large population of black people, that had a lot of population of the natives to the US. So um, with the one that happened in, in Forsyth County or present day Cummins, Georgia, um, most of the inhabitants that I descend from, they seek refuge in Hall County, they seek refuge in, uh, in Gwinnett County. So that's where my family on uh, my on the paternal side, where they seek refuge and they were able to uh, regroup uh, by land and uh, we have a, a, a street or a road in uh, Buford, Georgia. that's Roberts Drive that's named after the family. But of course, with the gentrification that's going on up there, that's in threat also. So um, growing up, and it's sad that we are Black as Black people, we don't believe the wealth that we come from, the royalty that we come from. Uh, that's the first thing that we would do is uh, mock us. And it's like, no. And that's what I went through in the ninth grade when Oprah Winfrey came down and they had Jose Williams leading the marches up in Forsyth. But they never uh, uh, seek to give us reparations or give our people reparations, but that did cause a lot of family splits within the black communities or the people who descend from the individuals who were displaced, who were killed as a result of the riots that went on in uh, Cummings, Georgia or Forsyth County.
4: So Hannah, let me interject here because what I think you're talking about is what we briefly touched on around Lake Lanier, correct?
6: Right. So you had Correct. Shannon's Hill. Most of my relatives, I think they descend from Shannon's Hill. Mm-hmm. So, or Sheila's Hill or Shannon's Hill. I'm sorry. But um, that's what's unfortunate is that we don't know our history. And the mere fact that we don't respect the oral history that's actually more um, credible than what's written out there that's in, writ- or that's in print right now. So, of course... With all these riots that happen all in the all over the country, I'll say, that pertains to our people and their own their land ownership. One of the most important things that that they would do was burn down the court. Uh, I'm sorry, it's a plane flying over, above.
4: It's yeah. okay, we can still hear you. Keep we going. You. One
6: of the main things they would do would the main thing they would do was burn down the courthouse. The courthouse contained the records, the records so right. when you're trying to find out who owns what and this that and another um you couldn't you couldn't stick your claim because they burned down the records and then that's when they will come in and confiscate the land even though that is um parker's land but now mr johnson he took the land because you can't prove even though you actually have the paper your documentation The document, the original documentation that's in the courthouse was burned down. Mm. Mm. So with um, and that's what's unfortunate that happened everywhere. You had Rosewood that happened on both sides of my paternal side on his his uh, maternal and paternal. Uh, One side of the family was driven south and the other side of the family was driven from uh, North Florida, South Georgia, up to North Georgia. So, once you know the history, it's up to us to believe us when we cite the oral history, what happened or what happened to our people.
3: Too many of us don't have older people in our families that we sit down and listen to those stories. Because Big Mama is now now 38 years old. Big Mama ain't never been less than 68. Big Mama is now about 38, 34. Big Mama still hanging out with the young kids we don't we don't we have no well, we, what
6: does am say about that
3: well wait a minute Lord, wait a minute that. hannah we have not been taught to respect the elders the way that we were taught we were taught in my generation to respect the elders listen to the elders take some have some patience with them. this young generation that feels so entitled now what generation is that zx LGBT Mm -hmm. I don't know shit Mm -hmm. yeah that this new generation they feel entitled they feel like they everything should be handed to them because they feel like they worked for it when they didn't we did all the work for them and older people even older than me don't even get acknowledged for that I'm sorry I had to get that point out come on Hannah tell me what you were saying baby but I would say with that
6: if you do the research I'm sorry another plane is going we can hear you Hannah keep
3: talking
6: okay I'm sorry Okay, so, um, but the thing is, if you do the research 100 years ago, majority of the mothers were 13, 14, 15 years old. They were married to an older man. So when people say that, it's like, okay, the only difference is we don't have the, it, the marriage aspect of it. But a lot of our big mamas and big mamas and great grandmamas and things like that, they were young now in my case not my girl not my grandmother um but um if she would have lived she would be in the hundreds right now but if you do the research many of our great grandmothers and grandmothers were young they were under 18 years old the (laughs) aspect that's missing in present day and let me finish the aspect that's missing today is that they're not married or attached to uh, a significant other but I get what you're saying with the whole oral history. And I was fortunate. That was one of the conversations that I had, uh, two conversations that I had yesterday. Uh, one was at a graduation party, is that we believe that our school systems are bad. Now, I was fortunate that I went to a preliminary black school, but a predominantly black high school, where the educators thought it was important for us to learn black history. And then uh, with that, um, I, my school system that I, I, I matriculated from was on the fire saying it was one of the bad school districts when it wasn't. It put out a lot of high functioning individuals. Now, uh, I was, I think the year that we had Black history um, in our schools was, I think they started it when I was in 11th grade, and I was, I was fortunate in 91 to have black Black history. But I was taught black history from my parents. I was taught black history as a young child from the educators. That's why I always, I'm a big proponent that we need to have our own. Well, I think, so but I it, think it, Hannah,
4: have, I, well, I, I do want to say this. I think that in a lot of ways we've talked about how we have to, you know, our. it's unfortunate that our parents have kind of taken on the burden of the responsibility of t- teaching us. Black history, because while you say that you were able to get, you know, black education in your school, I wasn't able to, you know, Flame has said that she wasn't able to, Cassie and the other Flameettes, And in regards to, in terms of, you know, the griots and stuff that we have, I totally hear your point. I think, in a way, you and Flame are kind of saying two different things. I think, in a way, Flame is kind of saying that nowadays, the... We don't respect our elders as much. I would disagree because I have a great grandmother that's 101 years old. Not all of but, y'all. That's
3: what I'm saying. Not all of us. But was I was raised. I know your mom. I was so, raised see. right.
4: You know, so. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think you <laughs> and Flame are kind of saying something different in terms of, yes, you know, we had young people that were marrying older, but they were still living longer and still had that respect for whoever their offspring were of what's happening. So. We totally hear what you're saying, and as always, you know we appreciate you for coming on and just you know sharing your knowledge, especially on Lake Lanier. You know what I mean. To be a descendant of that and to kind of speak on that, it's it's really important that you know we sh- we share who we come from. Mm. So absolutely.
3: Thank you, Hannah. Can we limit it to a three-minute version, please? We needed three minutes, please. Three
2: minutes. two to- hello. Hey, hi, 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 hi. So, so, uh, you know, listen, um, yes, I'm with the black, uh, the black history, um, the black wall street, ladies and gentlemen, I, again, I didn't learn about black wall street till I went to a HBCU. Right. Um, and again, I was looking at the documentaries and studying myself and one of the things that really caught my attention, like a lot of people say, oh, well, let's let's rebuild Black Wall Street. Well, what they've done specifically in your local communities, they have made it so where you can't, we can't really rebuild and get that property to rebuild that black Wall Street because how they design the properties, right? And if you notice how in the black neighborhoods, they ensure that they put us in the middle of the city so therefore they can have highways running through. So just in case if they have to put down a movement or just in case they wanna shift us out, they can. So do understand this has been centuries and centuries and centuries of, of, of strategy that they've done to ensure that black wall street don't happen again. Right. And, and so, and so here we are, you know, there are some schools I know next year I'll be teaching African-American studies and law in law studies. Right. And so a lot of schools don't have that. Uh, I know here in Florida, they're talking about the, critical race theory to go away and they want to get away with uh, talking about uh, African-American history because they say it's not important to discuss. However, it is important to discuss and it is a part of history and it should be a part uh, of the said curriculum. But I do. uh, I I do believe that it should be discussed. Our history should be discussed because it is a main corridor of of the of the American history. And I, I always say this until white people, you know, realize that racism and white supremacy is their issue instead of a Black issue that they need to empathize with, then this country can start making some changes and turning some corners. Um, but I also, when I go down and think about just the Black family, listen, we have to do better uh, with our children. We have to start educating our children. Uh, we have to start hearing know who they are because if we keep relying on the system to tell them who they are, then they won't know. So I, I, I do believe that we, as, as young Black parents, uh from what i've seen because i teach at a predominantly black school you know you have the children partying with the moms you know you know that's not how it's supposed to be wait a minute you know?
4: allison don't start talking about people's parenting skills on this show don't do that now come oh, on oh, no, no, no
2: no 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 i'm not you know I'm, I'm just saying at the end of the day we we have to do we have to do better with uh educating educating our our children about the history and the importance. Allison, um,
3: let me ask you a question: If you what if you win city council, are you still going to be a teacher?
2: Uh, I am going to try, uh, although I may I, uh, due to the schedule that we have, um, I can't. I, I don't know. But due to the schedule, it's a very strenuous schedule, um, but I'll have to definitely balance uh, myself. But again, I won't know till I get there. But I would love, I would love, love, love uh, to continue teaching. I may go into the being a professor. Um, Because Mm. that's what they're pushing me towards. Um, And because I have my Juris Doctorate, that is what they're really uh, pushing me towards. Because at the end of the day, it's a more flexible schedule. But I'm telling you, I love nurturing the young minds. Um, I teach high school. So I love nurturing those minds um, and and enabling them to, to see the light. Because if you see the light that comes on their face, about history and about black history it's it's breathtaking but again to answer your question flame I, I won't i won't know that until i get into office and more than likely i'll become a professor
3: girl you missed the Love first it. conversation we had about the light see now you telling them to go see the light and the old lady in the movie said don't go to the light caroline don't go <laughs> stay away from the light caroline <laughs> no hmm. that's great allison and
2: when's your I, election
3: what did date Should,
2: November 2nd. Okay, November
3: y'all. 2nd. So, the, what y'all don't know is that I do Love Lounge in the evenings when I feel it. But, but every Thursday for the month of June, every, every Thursday's love lounge is dedicated to allison's campaign so when you come on on thursday nights we're gonna put allison's campaign her her thing up for her campaign this is not her personal cash app this is for her campaign she's running for city council in lakeland florida and money helps i'm telling you money helps so every thursday for the month of june that's what we're doing so y'all cheap asses come on over to thursday (laughs) nights on right here on instagram so we can donate to allison's because guess what and she sent you a card with a nice picture on. Girl, you looked a little fatter on that picture than you are now. What diet you been on? Because you look skinny now. Uh, you know,
2: listen, listen, I, I've been doing some exercise. I've been doing some exercise. You know, listen, you are eat. Me
3: too. Meat. Mm-hmm. So
2: I, I, you know, I need That's to That's what slim I told down. my little friend. <laughs> yeah. So, so I am so just slimming down because Ooh. we have to keep mindful, ladies and gentlemen, that our health is of importance. And yeah. so I definitely I'm a very serious. I have diabetes running my family, so I want to ensure that I am around at 55 living healthy.
3: Right? I, completely, I completely, agree with what you said about we have to start at home with our black children because what, um, what Hannah was saying was that they have told we, they tell us what we can't be, we can't do better, and when you grow up hearing that as a parent, you tell that you, you ain't gonna be shit, you ain't gonna never be nothing, you ain't gonna do nothing that sits on your kid's spirit that sits they say words have power and i, I sometimes disagree with that but it depends on who you're mm. saying it to because when that's let your me, own kid they hear that all the time that that sits with them so they feel let, like let i don't t- have to get better because you already told me i'll never be nothing
2: yeah let me tell you this let me, and i'll and i'll get off let me tell you this my mother when that. i was growing up when i was growing up i told my mother i wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to be a a flight, I wanted to fly airplanes. Anything that I ever told my mother that I wanted to be, she always said, go do it, right? And what that did for me, and now it it is, you can see it manifest now, because anything that I wanna do, I go do it. Mm -hmm. So just by my mom telling me, never telling me you can't do it, that's why I go like I go. Because she enabled, she told me that I could do whatever, and I believe that, and now it is manifested to me as an adult, so yes I concur with your statement, hi Nick uh, I concur with your statement, listen tell your children, yeah go be it, because I guarantee you they'll just do anything, I'm telling well, you they amazing. talk back,
3: mm-hmm. they don't listen to me, Allison. they talk back and tell me to shut the hell up all that, oh god I can't deal with it
2: <laughs> well thank you Allison as always thank you, Allison. we appreciate you, <laughs> thank, you. So. thank you take care, Al. y'all you follow too. Allison
3: Lakeland Florida, she's running for city council what's happening Nick, weigh in, we waiting on your opinion, Ooh, come on with you it, you
5: know Everything that Allison said, I'm going back to Hannah. I just think there's so much flame. I'm having uh, <clears throat> technical difficulties on this end. Uh, so I was just trying to reboot that server and all of that. It's just everybody wants to act up today. Uh, so I could hear, but I couldn't see. And, uh, but, you know, you know, you, we've talked about the power of words from, from parents. I think that's one of the reasons I have such a, an affinity for black women, right? I was raised by a black woman, and there were so many black women in my life that I, I was always just encouraged and supported. You know, um, so uh, I, I think that bleeds into everything that I say and do, and and how I kind of uh, move throughout life. And it's not just from the woman. Sometimes the dad, especially when you are a daddy's girl, the dad has a huge
3: bearing over his daughter's life with the things that he say. Mm. You know that You're a daddy's am, girl.
4: I am a daddy's girl, yes definitely. And if um, your dad
3: said something when you was eleven that hurt your feelings, it would still hurt your feelings to this day if, if you had never talked about him to, to him. If he did, I'm not saying he did. Mm. I'm just saying. And Lauren yeah. is a daddy's girl.
4: I'm very much a daddy's and,
3: girl.
5: And I think I might we, we be all a know bit too. of an anomaly, though. I, I I will say this too. I think that um, we have seen um, that there can be a difference sometimes in young women who have a really strong relationship with their fathers, and those those who do not. Not. I want to be careful here because I'm not trying to uh, generalize or. or or categorized, but um, they tend to, the ones I have known, I will use I statements, the, those that I have known who have had a strong relationship with their father tend to move differently and, uh, and don't tolerate the same level of things from um, maybe the men that they date and things like that.
4: I mean, I, I would agree with that. And honestly, it's, it's interesting because, like, my best friends, like, we're a group of four. Out of all four of us, I am the only one that actually has a relationship with my father. All three of my other best friends have either no relationship or they just don't have a relationship with their father. So in a lot of ways they try to say that my dad is like their pseudo dad. But it's a lot of trauma and a lot of hurt there. It's it, it really is and it's really it's 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 really sad to see sometimes. So I w- I would agree with that, Nick. For sure. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And Flame, I'm going back to, you know, <laughs> I wish everyone, I, I, but the world is so crazy, I wish everybody really could get to know your children and how impressive they are. Because I, I think it's jarring almost. People are like, wait a minute, what? Oh my God, because, uh, you know, and, and, and no one has favorites. Everyone loves everyone equally, I get that. But I think I, you know who I connected with immediately the the minute I met her because she's over the top. She a she's lunatic a- ass Pisces like you. <laughs> But she's a performer, you know. And uh, I just, like it, I said, she a lunatic ass Pisces. Like you, all oh Pisces are God. performers and, and now. And some it's just perform funny. a little way I like. I mean, wait a minute, what? <laughs> but but I say that because what I think, what I immediately connected with is here is a child who is told that they can do anything they want to do, and they dream, and they believe, and they're not shy. Lauren, I went. I grew up with so, so many people who were shy, who were uncomfortable in the room. Well, I don't want to speak up. I don't know anybody. I. I don't know anybody. I'm about to know everybody in this room, you know, and, and that's the way she is. And I don't, I don't want, want to say her name and, and embarrass her in case she's listening. But it's one she she. she I don't think happy. she's ever met a stranger that she will move into a space and like, uh, first of all, uh, I'm here. Second of all, I'm going to be heard. And third of all, yeah, I'm ready. It, will anybody volunteer? Here we go. Like I could see she would be the one I'm like, she beat me again. How she keep volunteering before I do or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I love that love that i'm glad y'all don't know him because they talk back period
3: they all talk back everybody talk back
4: everybody knows which one
3: it is yeah <laughs> you know it's zeddy. everybody knows zeddy you know zeddy entertains the audiences doing coffee time sometimes okay. <laughs> all right.
5: uh-huh.
3: all right. yeah it was i you know i i hope everybody enjoyed the memorial day i barbecued i hope y'all barbecue if you lost a loved one we, we sorry yeah. you know hold on to the memory but the world is so heavy right now, and we just wanted to have a hodgepodge. We even got deeper than we wanted to go we did we because we really wanted to just have a a light salad with no meat day, <laughs> yeah, we want a light salad with no meat. <laughs> But we got meat and we got dressing. And we got ranch. I don't even like ranch dressing. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, that's what Laugh and Learn is because we talk to each other. Y'all talk to us. We teach each other. Y'all need to watch. What's the name of the the documentary?
2: Uh,
4: It's called uh, Tulsa's Burning. It came out yesterday on the History Channel. It's about two hours long, but it's definitely worth the watch. I encourage you guys all to go and watch it.
5: I think it's on demand right now, Lauren, too. Like oh, even better. Because I bookmarked
4: the, Yeah, and the History Channel is doing this whole, you know, kind of like a reparations month kind of thing where they're trying to bring light to some of the tragedies that have happened in the black community. So. And they even actually gave funds to the AME church that was actually okay. initially yeah. burned down in the Tulsa uh, race massacre. but part of their basement was actually preserved like it was the only thing that was left and they've rebuilt this church so they're also giving some funds towards the AME church to help keep it you know alive and kind of create this mural or something like a mural or a space where they can come and just kind of grieve with what was going on like a safe haven kind of thing so please go watch it before
5: we leave Flame I do want to ask you if you can share anything that you might have thought might have been fun or uplifting because last time we met you had not had a chance to attend the services for Paul Mooney. Um, and then you, you <laughs> did that. And is there anything that you can share with us that you uh took away from that or anything?
3: Uh-huh. And there, everybody was hugging me and shit. I was spraying lifestyle like a maniac, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah, we did lo- we did lose the, the the great Paul Mooney this past week. And uh they had a memorial service for him Thursday. I girl Linnel hosted. First of all, Linnel was super funny, y'all. She was so good, she's so ignorant. Good God that lady is ignorant. And uh, it was it was quite great. And then they they loved me because I went up at the end and uh, did my thing. It was it was great. His son <laughs> spoke well. They booked me. Oh, I'm performing at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood on Friday at the 10:50 show. I forgot
5: all about that. I forgot mm-hmm. the- see? I see, see. <laughs> oh, uh, Lauren, I think it's kicking in. Lauren, it is. Uh, I it think is. we need. To, okay, um. we, we, uh, so we're not trying to get you to. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What, what what's the line? Oh yeah, because here at Laughing Line, Laugh Laugh, we just really go. thank you guys for engaging <laughs> with us because you know this page is a transfer of information, and we could not do it without you, Flamez and Kindle here because Triple could make it today. And on this page, we are not trying to get you to do what Nick. We're not trying to get you to change your mind. We are simply trying to get you to use your mind. And if you don't have a brain, take your ass to see the wizard. Because guess what? He passed now. Brains, hearts, courage. That nigga helping you get plane tickets back home. All that. It's a bitch named Glenda. She the bottom bitch. She doing all the work. The little dog be kissing on you. Oh, oh, this ain't that show, huh? No. Thank you for joining us for Laugh and Learn today. We hope that you guys have had an amazing week. We ask that you stay safe. Stay prayed up. Stay out them phones when you're in public places. It's happening a lot more publicly and a lot more randomly. We didn't talk about it today on purpose, but walking in a store, in the words of T.T. Jane, keep your head on a swivel because mm. it's just happening anywhere and everywhere. And if you can't get away, run, hide, don't open the door, save yourself because it's scary. This flame of raw. Ro- I see y'all at Love Lounge tonight. I'll be feeling real loungy. Peace. Thank, Thank you, God. Nick. Thank you. Oh, where can we find y'all? Wait, 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 wait. Lauren, move on. You can on find fast. me
5: at Nick Smith News on all social media platforms.
4: And I am Lauren Armani H on Instagram, as well as Lauren Hogan on YouTube and Flame. You tell them. Uh, <laughs> Flame is at Monroe Flame on Instagram, Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook. Do not follow Flame on Twitter because that is her unofficial porn site. And flame
3: I'm, is I'm only fans on, on Twitter. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Please watch the Tasha K interview, and she will be our in Studio special guest on the 14th, as well as our boss Tiffany Haddish
5: on the 21st. Thank you guys. I'll see y'all tonight. Peace. Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. The show is produced by Tribble Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne.
1: we mm-hmm.